Welcome to another episode of Programming Lines, where we are on a mission to be more productive humans in mind, body, and spirit. And today's episode will not disappoint. We are going to talk about the U.S. mail system. We're going to break down some of the benefits, drawbacks, and then we're going to end with a summary and kids take. So buckle up. Let's get into it. Boys, we got another exciting topic to unpack today, which is the U.S. mail system. For starters, I want to just share with people why this topic even came on our radar screen. And it did because we were out getting the mail and you brought in, you boys brought in, which you do is one of your chores is you bring in the mail, right? And you brought in handfuls and handfuls of mail. And I think we had one or two envelopes out of that that we kept and everything else went in the garbage. And so there's this question about why do we get so much junk? Do we even need this? Can we just like opt out of this? Like what is going on? So we thought we would take a little time and try to understand U.S. mail system. Yes. And do we need it? Okay. So let's get into it. As always, it's a good way to start by defining what is the U.S. mail system? Why was it established and what does it do? I'll kick this off, but the U.S. mail system was started a long time ago, the old Pony Express, okay? And one of the unique things about the U.S. mail system is that it is owned and operated by the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. Now, there are other mail package and parcel providers like FedEx and UPS, but the U.S. mail system is owned and operated and taxpayer-funded. And some would say that it's also self-funded because you pay for your parcel shipments, et cetera. Part of the reason that it was brought into the U.S. government's authority was they wanted to ensure that anybody that had an address, that had a mailbox, could get packages. And if you privatized mail, perhaps it wouldn't be profitable to go to some locations. And you can imagine there's maybe certain remote locations that private companies would just opt out of going. And so they want to make sure that everybody had a chance to get mail because particularly in that time, letters were of great importance because they didn't have all these digital means to get things. Okay, so with that basic sort of understanding about the U.S. mail system, let's break into some facts about how big it is, how they operate, how many things they deliver, et cetera, et cetera. Do you guys want to cover some of that? Yes. They have approximately 500,000 employees. That was the last month that we know. And they also have about 31,000 stores and about 236,000 vehicles. Okay. So a lot of employees, a lot of vehicles, a lot of stores. But a U.S. mail delivers 150 million mailboxes and Mm. delivers 127 billion letters or packages wow okay so a lot of unique mailboxes and packages couple other stats they do about 80 billion in revenue per year they are operating at a loss they lose somewhere in the three to five billion a year yeah and they have been losing money they have been losing money in our limited to moderate research 
since 2007. So the U.S. male typically about one in one year gives about 50 pounds of like stuff. Okay. And 50% of most of that stuff is typically junk or mm-hmm. unnecessary things. So there's also 6 to 10% of all paper waste in the whole world and 100 million trees are wasted by that. So there's a there's a carbon footprint climate sort of relevance to it as well. Okay, so these are all sort of facts that we're covering. Well, now that we have some of these facts laid out and understood a bit, do we need it? What are some reasons that we do need the U.S. mail system? Well, they are reliable. So, like, you get stuff from okay. them often. They are pretty and, reliable, yes. Yes, and then they also reach all Americans. Yes. So, like, no one's left out. It, like, reaches anyone from someone in the city to someone far out 25 miles from the That's nearest right. town. That's right. Okay. That's yeah. fair. U.S. mail has jobs. Yes. And even Half a million the, jobs. Yeah, and yeah. then sometimes they also give people who, like, give it to people who actually like junk mail. Okay. Yeah. But, like like so, your Aunt Judy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's got, you know, catalogs galore. Yeah. She likes also sending us letters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She does. She does. And that is kind of cool. There's something nostalgic about getting something physical, opening it and having a handwritten letter. And I think there are still a lot of people that like that, even though there's you know, alternate means to do that. So those are all some good reasons. Maybe another one is that it is generally lower cost than its competitors, although it's subsidized somewhat from the taxpayers. Yeah, I think otherwise we laid out some pretty good reasons why we should keep it. And there's half a million people that depend... Their, their livelihood depends on delivering the mail to the U.S. citizens, right? Yes. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Now, let's move into... Some bad things. About yeah, no. yeah. Why should we abolish the U.S. mail system? So, you know, the U.S. mail is... It gives you some letters sometimes, but it... Yeah, it's mostly junk. Like, we get, like, <laughs> about... Two letters, one for Will, one for me, and then the rest Once is just like yeah. junk. Yeah. yeah, like holidays, we get stuff that we care about. Otherwise, I think it's interesting that the stats we found were 44 to 50% of mail is categorized as junk. Yeah. In I our think, experience, I, I it's way higher. More. Yeah, in our, anything else in terms of why we might get rid of the mail system? So it is where, like, we have to pay for it. Yes. Like, we don't really... Like, like we're kind of paying for something that we don't necessarily need, mm-hmm. especially considering that now, like back then it probably would have been way more useful because like, you know, you have to send letters. There's no such thing as email. Yes. Now you can just email like, like say like you went to a birthday party. You can just say, thank you for inviting me, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, you're, you're pointing out that we could replace a lot of the mail with digital delivery through email mm-hmm. or e-cards, letters. Etc. That could be mm-hmm. delivered that way, right? Yes. Yeah, and then that would save a lot of the paper that has to go through the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think that is accurate. And you mentioned that we pay for it. And you, you, I think you're referring to that taxpayers subsidize the losses that the U.S. mail system has. Some would argue that the U.S. mail system is self-funded, and that's partially true because they do get revenue from stamps and shipping and packaging you know through their stores and all of that which is great however when they operate at a loss which they've done since 2007 
and they have somewhere in the range of you know a little bit over 200 billion dollars in liabilities yes that ends up resting on the taxpayer because it's a government backed organization right yes so at the end of the day the taxpayers you know are are funding any inefficiencies that happen in a government business versus a private business is kind of on their own right like fedex ups and one yes. might argue maybe the government will bail them out. They've done you know things like that with airlines before. However, in principle, that's that's a pretty key difference. Mm-hmm. The other thing that we talked a little bit about is all this junk and with climate change and climate crisis pending and people thinking the world is going to end tomorrow. I'm really surprised, Max. They haven't. You don't think the world's going to end tomorrow? The it's gonna end. I know. No, it's not. Yeah. In terms of being conscious and sustainable and doing good things to the planet, I think everybody, no matter what side of climate change you're on, you believe we should not make a mess and not leave waste and not put trash out yes. into the environment and into the oceans and all of this. We all agree. I think we all agree that that is the case. And so I think it's interesting that the U.S. mail system doesn't get called out more with all of the junk. Yes. This, is, this is potentially up to 10% of all paper waste in the country comes from the junk mail in the u.s mail system that's that's a lot of that is a lot of paper yes and the the interesting thing about this to me is this is actually avoidable and it doesn't hurt people by taking junk out of their mail it might hurt some companies by their advertising and coupons not getting to people or whatever however it doesn't hurt people like removing their gas stove or shutting down their electricity or you know other sort of climate change initiatives that are happening or forcing people to eat bugs um, you know so if we can save trees and forests through things that are actually wasteful that would be good yes. and 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 then here's the other thing when we talked about the carbon footprint of this we didn't really get into how much of this garbage goes into the dumps and the impact of that we also didn't talk about the fact that they have 30,000 plus stores, what it costs to operate and all of the energy that it takes to operate those stores and the quarter million vehicles that they have. Yeah, the stuff that, that, that emits that, from the back of them. Yes, get yeah. rid of it. So now that we've kind of defined it, gone through some facts, we've gone through some reasons to maintain and keep the mail system some good reasons we should and we've gone through some rational reasons why we shouldn't what do you guys think we should do what are some options that we might if we had our sort of government hat on could consider from extreme to maybe moderate adjustments abolish it abolish it okay that's the most extreme max i expected that to come from you yep so this is what i'm thinking (laughs) okay so Look, you know how we get all these 50% junk? Yeah. First of all, if we get rid of that, it saves elves more trees and not more paper waste. And then also, you can just use FedEx or like one of those things. Just so to, let the private companies pick yeah, up the slot. Yeah, but I feel like they should just do like envelopes for your place or just like some packages. Like, I don't really think you should put out like these things like go to Jack and 
Jack in the Box and go grab this like yeah. double, triple size cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, all the coupons. <laughs> well, we'll go through our mail and we have one right here, Dad. Look at this. Oh, the that was right thing. on top. It's a whole thing for Jack in the Box. <laughs> yeah, so that came in the mail today. We uh, that yes. was right on top. We got more mail. Uh, oh, yeah, in that in that stack, that. but that. Yeah, so basically advertisements to go put garbage. Not, not not only do you get garbage in the mail, then they promote putting garbage in your body. So that that doesn't yes. really hit the hit the GSD mission. Well, I do kind of agree with Max about abolishing it. Just mm -hmm. I think about that as a different way way where instead of like totally demolishing it, abolish you just, it. You make it where it's no longer a government thing, and that they just support themselves. Okay, and then it's where. It's in kind of where, like, if they can, you know, like, they can still do whatever they want. Like, cause, you know, like, you, you could sign up for FedEx or Amazon yeah. or, but then, like, instead of being forced you, to do this, you ju you can, like, you could just do it by yourself. So they wouldn't be backed by the taxpayer. You, you're, you're suggesting that we privatize the U.S. mail system, kind of like FedEx, and, um, mm -hmm. and we break them off from the U.S. government so then they're not backed by the U.S. taxpayer. Yeah. Yes. That's a really, that's a really good and wise suggestion for, a young guy, uh, we could break them off and have them be private. They would have to make business decisions just like any other private business. So that might mean they raise their prices or whatever. And that could change the dynamic of all, all this advertising that gets into the mail system. So that's a pretty interesting suggestion. I'm going to toss out just a couple of others. One that I, I would love is if we could just opt out of getting marketing advertisements and any mail we didn't specifically ask for kind of like a spam filter mm -hmm. on our physical mail that would save a lot i think a lot of people would probably sign up for that the other thing we might be able to do is uh, similar to what you said will where we just reduce the size of it maybe instead of delivering all this uh, junk mail multiple times every single day for example they, they deliver it and maybe they do it once or twice a week, maybe they peel back the delivery frequency, That's a and good then idea. they wouldn't need they wouldn't need as much labor and you know carbon footprint in terms of their vehicle systems and all that. In summary, I think what we've determined is there are things that we could do, but there isn't a whole lot of utility in the U.S. mail system, at least for us today. So something should be done to reduce it. Make it profitable, mm -hmm. maybe privatize it, and yeah. maybe, Max? Abolish it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a wrap. I think this was an interesting topic. I'm glad you guys brought it up. And now we know more about the mail system, right? Yes, actually, okay. a lot more. All right. And for our viewers, please drop some comments in. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this. Anything that we missed? Mike. Let's get a conversation going. Like and subscribe. Woo! Yes. And we'll see you next time. We're on if you enjoyed this content, please subscribe, like, comment, share. It really makes a difference for us. Thank you. Until next time.